Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who have finished Red Dead Redemption. That would be me. I'm sure you're not the only one. I didn't say I was the only one, but I did finish it. I give it a solid B. Solid B. Not too bad. No, actually, I could have even I could have probably made it an A if I had done more than side quests. But I get the problem with side quests is I know they're side quests. You know what I'm saying? Like you're on a mission, you're trying to hunt down this bad guy that killed your family, and then you see some old lady by the side of the road, and she's like, "Would you please help me gather some flowers?" <sighs> Bitch, I am busy. Yeah, no. I usually kill him. If like you're, if you're an NPC, you just torch all the flowers and go there. There's nothing to pick. If Move on. If you're an NPC who offers me a ridiculous quest when it's clear I'm busy, like seriously, my, by the end of the game, my guy has 16 guns sprouting out of his back. He's covered in blood and gore from the deaths of his enemies. And you're some old lady's going to ask him for help. Are you fucking kidding me? Old ladies should actually shit themselves and die when he walks past. From the sheer badassery at that point. You know what I mean? I guess I sympathize with you. Andrea's asking me if I played Borderlands. I did rent Borderlands. I did like it. I will probably buy it at some point. Anyway, this is episode number 610. Hostility. Oh, there's never any of that. There's a lot of friction between you and I lately. I'm going to try to figure out a way to solve it. What? What are you talking about? Uh, well, I believe that here's what I think happens. And you can tell me if you think I'm right or not. What okay. people get, and you have to just go with me. Don't get mad about my fucking analogy because it's not, it's an analogy. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you first are going out with somebody. Your relationship is like your sex. It's all sweat and hot and hot and slippery and wet, right? And then as you get older, things start to you know, people aren't as excited, and pretty soon there's friction. And the next thing you know, people have friction burns, and then they're mad, and then they quit. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm taking you away for our our uh, anniversary. Okay. Take you to the woods. No, I don't want to do the woods. There's ticks and Lyme disease. I'm going and... to try to recapture our youth. I'm going to take you to the woods. Lord. Come on. You know it'll be fun. They want to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. But we are taking suggestions for what we should do for our honeymoon. It just has to be within honeymoon. like... Honeymoon. Not honeymoon. Anniversary. Within like 200 miles of Dallas. That's the rule. No further than that. You can do a 200-mile ride, right? Three hours out, three hours on back. On the motorcycle? I didn't say the motorcycle. I'm just saying. Anyway. I know you didn't say that. I, you, I'm trust reading me. between the lines. Trust me. You don't. No, listen. I'm going to say it on the show. You don't get to ride my motorcycle anymore. Don't even ask. Don't Have even I ask. ever asked? I'm just saying don't. If you think like you're going to ask, don't. Who's our sponsor? Amazon. Thank you, Amazon. So we went to the bookstore earlier today because we always go to the bookstore before the show, get some coffee, mm-hmm. look at books. So you can see your girlfriend. You're about to become the first honorary member of the dwarf fisting tribe if you're not careful. So my girlfriend, she's a friendly, meaty worker <laughs> at the bookstore. <laughs> 
Okay. Here's the thing. When you call her my girlfriend, it does not reflect very well on you. Just saying. I'm not <laughs> threatened in the least. You shouldn't be. I'm just saying, if you think that's what I would go for, where, yes, does, she's that, meaty. where does that put you You're on the fucking scale? She's more than meaty. She's a big girl. She's very nice, though. She's very sweet. Mm-hmm. So we go, we get our coffee. We, we found no books. The, the entire outside of ebooks, there is, I, I honestly think within five years, there will not be a bookstore. I'm afraid you might be right. Except for places like Elliott Bay Book Traders. You know what I mean? Like or bookstores that at are. Colleges. Because they like to charge you way too much for that. Yeah, but I mean, most of the bookstores I think will be highly specialized or just mm-hmm. event type bookstores. Right. Except like Elliott Bay Book Traders. You could go there forever because it's awesome. But yeah. we went through the whole bookstore. Not a fucking thing that either one of us needed to have. Nope. 10,000 books. Nothing. Nothing. I, I was looking. I was looking even on the bargain tables because sometimes I'll find something for the girls. Like thing two's into yoga. Thing three occasionally will get into a craft or something. Right. Or she'll say she wants to read a genre of books and you'll buy her one, two, or three books and she doesn't touch them at all. Right. Right. Like the book I just bought her a couple weeks ago. She's saving it. Do you think this book will be good? School year, yeah, I think it'll be she good. Has to have Dad. a book report. That's what she said. <laughs> thanks for buying this book dad i'm gonna put it away on the shelf for three months and i'll forget (laughs) that you ever bought it on the other hand thing two can't get enough of the kindle well she is reading one thing after another after another after another yes and let me tell you this if i if i was her age and i had a kindle i would have i would have become an invalid i would never have left my bed i would develop hideous bed Mm -hmm. sores would have been awful well thankfully the it loses charge after a certain point. She has to plug it in. So she has to stop. Sorry, run your Kindle down again. We charge it up. Yeah. So anyway, though, we, so we go, we don't find any books. We're very sad about that. We get our coffee. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. And this guy, who he doesn't look friendly. No. He looks, he reminded me very much of Machete. From, a little bit. From the coming Robert Rodriguez movie. Yeah. And he has this very, he's got a scowl on his face. Very intent looking. Very intent. He's staring directly at you. I know. He points at you. Yes. Right? Like jabs his finger at you. Right. Slaps the table. Yes. Like slaps his hand on the table. (laughs) Then he turns his hand so his finger that was pointing at you is now pointing straight at the table. And he jabs it into the top of the table. And he does it again. And then he jabs (laughs) it down on the top of the table. And you look at him and you go, what? <laughs> I know. I was like, me? Yeah, because I what re- did I do? <laughs> and that was the thing. I was like, holy shit! I am gonna have to fight this guy because he really did not look pleased at all. And I was like, I'm just minding my own business. Then- okay, I got my phone magazine <laughs> and my coffee. Right. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> We've done nothing. Do you listen to the show? What? I don't understand. And then he just goes, Well, do you want the table? <laughs> I and I was like, Oh no, thank you. <laughs> How about, dude, dude, if I looked like you, I would be very sure that the first words out of my mouth were, hi, (laughs) followed by, would you like my table? Not the staring and the pointing and the slapping, because that makes people freak the fuck out. I know. I was seriously flipping out. (laughs) That was the thing. (laughs) And, And we were not far away from this guy. Let me be clear. Well, I was closer to him than That's you That's what were. I'm saying. You were, you were within arm's reach of this guy when he started this bullshit. And I was right behind you. I was like, I am actually going to have to fight this guy. 
Because he really looked like he was about ready to fucking smack you in the head. I know. I was like, I really didn't do anything. <laughs> that was I had the all whole these thing. scenarios going through my head. I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? <laughs> that was, I know. I was like, do we know this guy? What the fuck is going on? And it really was, it was like 10 seconds and it seemed like it lasted an hour and a half. No, was, I, I don't was think like, anybody what am I gonna, nobody else noticed. noticed. It was very weird. <laughs> like I said, it was a nice gesture on his part, but the way he went about it, I really thought I was going to have to pick up a chair and bean him with it. I know. Very intimidating. Okay, so. <sighs> so weird. Do you think it's because you're white? You're freaking out because you're white and he wasn't? I, I, are, you, are you a closet I'm pretty racist? sure it wouldn't matter <laughs> what color he was. His demeanor was frightening. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, okay. In direct opposite of this guy's intensity <laughs> and uh, you know his his outward gesture was very nice uh, as we were looking for books there's this kid who works at the customer service desk. i hate this kid the one with the blonde one with the fucking ponytail because hair pulled back and glasses um no it wasn't that oh, guy I he fucking ha- hate that yeah kid. he always wears like a button-down shirt and he's got like a dark hair and a short haircut or whatever he's like in his 20s or something he's not he's got a beard no no beard oh, anyway those are the two douches that i know of. he's he's sitting at the thing and he had actually have walked by i was looking at the markdown table of course i always have to look at the markdown table and he says well hello ma'am uh is there anything i can help you with and as i was saying no he had his back turned to me he was walking away <laughs> <laughs> can i help you out there 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 what i was like what if i say yes <laughs> too late i guess it was because i was looking at the clearance table i obviously was just browsing i don't know but why ask me the question if you have no intentions of really helping me i, I don't know i think a lot of people in retail are really half-assing it now i think they're really half-assing it. i really don't think they care and i i can't say that i blame them because in this economy to be honest if you were working at Barnes and Noble and you got any amount of shit from your boss that day, would you really give a shit? You'd be like, fuck it, fire me. I don't give a fuck. Well, that's true. I'm going to get unemployment and it's not going to be that much less than I make here and I won't have to put up with your shit today. Yeah, well, as he was walking away and a woman approached him and she said, excuse me, can you help me um, find a book on chemistry? <laughs> and he goes... Yeah, sure. No problem. Come this way. <laughs> and she starts to follow me. He goes, um, wait a minute. Do you mean like sexual chemistry, relationships, <laughs> or like science? <laughs> and she looked at him like he grew a third eye and she was like, uh, science. You're reading a little too much into it. <laughs> was she hot? No. No, she wasn't. Well, I was no. just curious because maybe he was trying to like hit on her. Uh, are you talking about fucking? Oh my gosh. I, it was just hilarious. I was like, are we in the Twilight Zone at <laughs> Barnes and Noble tonight? Get me out of here. Well, and the funny thing too about this is uh we were talking about I was just talking about how retail people are half assing it. We went out to eat the other night and that was okay. The going out to eat part was okay. But then we went to get ice cream. And we were in a part of town we're not usually in, so I had you look at and I said, find a marble slab or something close to here. And you did. And we went, and we ordered. Mm-hmm. And the chick that gave us our ice cream was the bitchiest of all bitches. And she did not even fucking try. Well, she was mad because the kind we got, 
I mean, it was a brand new tub of it. And so it was really frozen solid. So it wasn't easy to smash. So well, she just not, didn't. It's not my fucking problem. No, she totally half-assed it. Yeah, because usually when you go to Marble Slab, they get a giant fucking scoop of it, way more than you're going to get. They fucking slather it all up with whatever your ingredients are, and then they scoop it all back in. You get a little nice little extra cup for you, just for you. But no, we get that. And I didn't get any fucking raspberries. I'm like, I'm warning you people. I'm going to turn into the guy from falling down pretty soon. You're not going to be happy with that. So then... Thing one has the most perplexing problems of anybody I know. She can. She has problems that, A, if I was her boyfriend, I wouldn't put up with. Right? Like, there'd be, I, if I was her boyfriend, there'd be one crazy period and we would be done forever. I might kill her even because she's that crazy. But she hangs out with this guy that she works with. Right? Right. And no. You have a boyfriend. I've even told her that. I think you need to stop spending so much time with this other guy. You have a boyfriend. And I don't even like her boyfriend. Right. Would you, you didn't, you wouldn't do that kind of shit. When we were dating, you wouldn't do that kind of shit. No. There'd be fucking hell to pay. It's just not nice. It's rude. It's especially rude when the other, when the guy has the same name as your boyfriend. Right. That would have been enough. confusing. That would have been enough. I'd have flipped my shit. Well, she always says that, yeah I, you know. I know but if you're her boyfriend you're thinking oh i see you're just gonna cheat on me so you never make the mistake of saying the wrong name i will fucking kill you mm-hmm. so then this guy asks her if she wants to go to a concert now it's a concert she has no interest in it's all southern rock shit zz top stock type stuff right that she has no fucking interest in but because she's nice and i use that in quotes because she's not really nice she doesn't say no yeah that's she doesn't say yes right which is where the real problem is but she doesn't say no let me tell you something ladies this is the bitchiest of all moves okay if you tell a guy no i'm not gonna go to this thing with you okay and you tell him when he asks you and you know you're not gonna go and you say no i'm not going to he now has time to make other fucking plans right talk to one of his friends Find another chick. He's well, not such she a was kind of hemming and hawing all day. But here's the thing: she knew she wasn't going. She wasn't sure. She, she knew she wasn't. She going. really didn't want to. She just didn't know how to tell him. You tell because him like he was this. really looking forward to it. You tell him like this: I don't like that kind of music, and I'm not going. Well, she ended up did telling him the truth. I said, just tell him the truth. You know, he's going to get his feelings hurt either way. But if you tell him the truth, at least you'll feel better. Well, now it. now he's going to get his feelings hurt when it's too late for him to get another ride. No. Nice job. Well, see, that was kind of the weird thing too. He invites her to do something and then later tells her, tells her, oh, by the way, you have to come get me. You have to drive. And he lives about half an hour from yeah, here. Yeah. It was it was not convenient. And but... you have to take us to the event, which is about 45 minutes from right. where he lives, and then take him home again. Right. And then home for the, it's a lot of driving for her for something that she did not want to go Well, to. but that's the thing. But if she did want to go, it's not such a bad deal. You drive, I've got the tickets. That's not an uncommon arrangement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. I just don't understand why she does that kind of shit. I don't know. I told her, you know, it's probably a better policy in the future. Just let people know for sure. Yes or no. It's a better and hawing about it. It's a better policy in the future that you not goad your boyfriend into killing you. You know what I'm saying? If I I can't, I can't believe it. If I was him, I would have flipped my shit. 
that she was even considering it, I would have lost my fucking mind. Especially how crazy jealous she is. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? It's that's not standard. nice. That is not nice. I, I flat out told her, I said, how would you feel? She goes, oh, I, I would have none of that. Well, she <laughs> understood how uncool that was. It's way past uncool. And I told her before, I said, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but I am telling you, I don't like the way you treat boys at all. It's bad. It's not nice. Because they just keep lining up one after another. I told her the other day, I said, if you're nice, you're going to break up with your boyfriend before you go off to school. It's gonna happen. I think she's tried a couple times just in the I, last week. I think, think she needs bouncing I right just back. think she needs to do it because it's he. She's gonna. I mean, it's not like she's going far away, but she's gonna meet a whole bunch more people that are closer to her intellectual peers who have more interests in common with her, and it's gonna be it for the boy. Yeah, uh, he knows it too. Well, he should. Hundreds of state agencies nationwide have never told the federal government about health professionals they disciplined undermining a central database meant to weed out dangerous caregivers. The federal database is supposed to contain, contain disciplinary actions taken against doctors, nurses, therapists, and other health practitioners across the country so that hospitals and select others can run background checks before they hire new employees. Yeah, so the government sets up this big federal database and says, hey, states, whenever somebody fucks up in your state, why don't you tell us so we can put it in our system so they don't get to go somewhere else and fuck somebody else up? Mm-hmm. And sadly, most of the states just go, that's eh, all right. He doesn't work here anymore. I don't give a shit where he works. Well, I, I think we talked a couple shows ago where a nurse tried to blow the whistle on a doctor who was practicing unethically. And she's the one who ended up getting in trouble for it. Well, now, eventually, years later, he's getting in trouble for it. Well, don't but be in the meantime, about it. You know what I'm saying? Cut it out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think there tends to be a sort of hush-hush, sweep it under the rug, let's protect our own. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... Sort yeah, of right, atmosphere. Right. I don't think the medical board really wants to strip a doctor of his license. They, they, I think they're willing to say, you can't practice medicine here. Why don't you go to the next state? Right. Which is just wrong. I don't know. And is it something... I don't know, if it's voluntary, like the registered sex offender database <laughs> that's not really voluntary but... yeah but they don't really track them down if <laughs> they know. don't do it i know i mean there's no accountability there there's no one saying that it has to be done there's no uh, a reprimand if it doesn't get done there's no reward right. if it does get done well, that's so the thing. what's the point outside of jail most of these punishments don't really fucking matter i mean they're a slap on the wrist and you just go do some go do your shit somewhere else which it, it is really appalling. On the other hand, how many chances does a, a doctor deserve? Because after all, it's a, it takes a long time to become a doctor. It's not easy. Right. You know? So do you, does a guy fuck up once and you blow his, to, his whole career right out of the water? Or do you give him a little bit of a break? Well, here's the thing, too, though. Most state agencies, I think, are rather thorough before they actually follow through with any sort of disciplinary action. So I have to assume there's already been an incident that's been documented yeah. and investigated before you get to the disciplinary segment of it. So if, if it's gone through all of those steps, surely registering it on the database is not that big of a deal. You would think. 
I don't know. Tyler says 49 chances. That's how many they deserve. Doctors deserve 49 chances. What about a nurse? 36? Nurses get a few less because they don't have to go to school as long. Oh, no. They don't have to go to school as long. They don't have to go to school as long, but I know plenty of nurses who know just as much or more than a doctor does. And I guarantee you most of the nurses have far better bedside than doctors. Well, yeah, I mean, nurses will give you a hand job real quick. Doctors don't ever do that. Shut up. You're in the hospital. Just saying, I think the doctors tend to let the stuff get to their head and they forget exactly why they're there half the time. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Doctors are different because they deal with things at a different level than a nurse does, right? Like a nurse deals with the mechanics of your body falling apart on you. Right? Like you're in the hospital and shit is going wrong. The nurse is cleaning up your shit. She's wiping your nose. She's sopping up your blood. You know what I'm saying? The doctor might crack open part of your body, poke around in it for a little bit and throw a couple stitches in and he's done. So it's a very different kind of thing. Doctors are like, they're more mechanical. Nurses, I'm like, nah, I'm going to stop. I'm going to get myself in trouble. People are going to misunderstand what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? Nurses are more taking care of you. Doctors are more, I need to fix this so I can go fix some other shit. I don't know. I know plenty of nurses who are highly capable of doing stuff and they just have to wait for the doctor to come do the glory part. Well, keep in mind, I'm not saying that nurses can't do stuff because I'm 100% sure that nurses have seen enough cases that they could just go, all right, this guy needs X and give it to you. But they can't and there's laws about it and I understand Mm -hmm. why. You know what I mean? You want to do that kind of stuff, you need to go get your stuff and take care of it. I don't know. It's not like profiling. You and I have watched enough crime shows. I know who did it. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, to be fair, most a lot of the shows like 2020 and Dateline, they they like to wrap stuff up and, and let you kind of know a little foreshadowing, so you have a pretty good idea. But yeah, I mean, I like to think we're generally knowledgeable. Well, it's not just generally knowledgeable. It's not that hard. A lot of jobs, once you understand how they work, it's not that hard. Like I said, if you're going to profile serial killers. It's a white man, his late twenties, his early thirties, he's a loner. loner. He thinks he's Everybody pretty smart. A nice guy. Right, exactly. <laughs> Though I don't know how I you know, this is like an anniversary of the Henry Lee Lucas thing. John. Yikes, yeah. I don't know how that fucking guy didn't get put in jail because he looks like he's been killing people. You know what I'm saying? You see pictures of me like if I saw that guy, I would go the other fucking way. You know, like the guy in Barnes and Noble. Well, and he was hanging out with uh he was he you know he hung out with another dude who was a serial killer who dressed like a woman you see that shit coming it's time to get the fuck out of there it's not a very good serial killer I don't know. next story following a similar law passed by the senate the house has voted to close a legal loophole that allows cell phones to reach federal prisoners Legislators hope the move will block inmates from conducting criminal activity while locked up. Currently, mobile devices aren't classified as contraband, allowing a highly lucrative smuggling trade to form in prisons across the country. Senator Dianne Feinstein of California claimed that illicit phones go for as much as $500 to $1,000 in her state, and that one unscrupulous prison guard made $150,000 in one year off the cell trade alone. That would be nice. Wow. That'd be nice. Seems like a major loophole. I just assumed that they weren't allowed to have cell phones. Well, here's the things I don't understand. If they're allowed to have them, which I assume they must be because you now have to pass a law banning them, why do they have to be smuggled in? If it, It's not like prisoners don't study the law and know every fucking right they could ever possibly have. You know what I'm saying? You'd think they would just go, no, just give me a goddamn cell phone. I know I'm entitled to one. 
give it. I always wondered how, you know, you've got a guy sitting in prison and somehow he orchestrates the murder as retribution for somebody outside of prison because right. he's got some lackeys. Right, he's got some buddies. Business. Yeah. Got some buds, some bros. How they're not, you know, if they're doing the visitation phones, you know, where they're actually face-to-face and they've got the phones. Right. Do they not tap those? Do they not tape those? Do they not listen in on those? Yeah, they do. Then how does it, you know, before... The speaking code. Okay, yeah, but even the code thing, come on. He's play okay. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's all very strange to me, but the fact that they had to pass a law that said you don't get to have a fucking cell phone in prison just blows me away. Another example of laws in no way keeping pace. But see, this is the thing. This is why you should write laws that say everything but this list is what you can have in prison. I mean, everything that's not on this list, you can't have it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have right. to constantly update the law to add shit like cell phones and iPads and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can just have a list that says you get a toothbrush, not one that you can turn into a shank. You get a blanket. There, you're done. Welcome to prison. Right. Well, I, I was looking at this story and the illicit phones go for as much as $500 to $1,000. That's how much phones cost. <laughs> on... <laughs> That's what I was saying. I, was like, I know. Big deal. So? <laughs> They're not really making a whole lot of money yeah. out of that, are they? Unless, of course, they're selling, like, you know, the old flip phones from about eight years ago or something. I guess you could, because all, all they want They're wanted, smaller. Yeah, I guess you could, because all you want is the, easier the phone. easier to slide right. up in places. You like don't where? Want them to be where found. would you want to be sliding? Well, I don't know. But phones? I would not do that. I'm just yeah. saying, it's, it's much smaller than, oh, say, you know, the See? Droid X. Imagine yeah. trying to <laughs> trying to shove that one up anywhere. Yeah, you see that one? Oh, I am not taking that phone. That's too big. <laughs> but no, if I was a guard, I would be smarter than that. I'd be like, well, the phone's free. I mean, here, if you want a phone, charger's $3,000, though. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's all very strange about the phones. It is. How about you just put something up that blocks, like, cell phone reception? Seems like it would be a little easier. Than worrying about phones going in and out. Well, you wouldn't want you wouldn't have that set up because what if something bad happened and the guard all he had was a cell phone? Oh yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Come on, stop trying to kill guards. Why do you hate guards? Astronauts and guards. Cut it out. Man, it's been a long time since you actually wanted to will people to die. Now it's prison guards. Cam, they're the thin blue line that stands between you and a bunch of crazed marijuana addicts. You don't need that. Come on now. All right, here's my last story. 81-year-old Lloyd Church didn't see a doctor after receiving a bite from a copperhead snake, but rather decided to remove the venom on his own. Lloyd said he was in his garden last week when the snake snapped at him and bit him on his hand between his thumb and index finger. I gripped my hand and stuck it down in, Church said, describing how he used a knife to cut a slit between the two fang marks before sucking the venom out. He then killed the snake by stomping on it with his boot. That is my kind of man. Just a tip. What he did does not work. Apparently it did. No. He's A-O-T, Panky. I am tough. Die, snake. Though I think I would have killed the snake before I sucked the poison out. Yeah, I think I would have too. <laughs> like, Come on, snake. You got to go first. Yeah. Well, it's pretty creepy. Then again, I don't know how quickly 
uh, venom, copperhead venom spreads through eh, the blood. Copperhead's not really going to kill you. But you know, honestly, if there's a place to get bit, that webbing between yeah, your that's thumb a pretty good and your spot. index finger, I, I could probably yeah. do without that piece myself. <laughs> it, I mean, really, it would just let your, your thumb fold farther back. And I'm saying you could open your hand even exactly. wider. Kind of a double bonus there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think the snake's a little mean for picking on an old man. Snake's got better shit to do. I'm sure he, you know, surprised it a bit. Yeah, Georgia girl saying you just chop that part of your hand off and wait for it to grow back. Yeah, I'll just bite it out. <laughs> you just chop it off and then make the snake. You're like, Diane, choke on your own venom, snake. How's that feel? Well, I think the stomping response to the snake is probably pretty typical. I think that's a universal response to a snake. Mm-hmm. And then I kicked it in the fucking skull until it died. Mm-hmm. Snake's got no legs. Sorry, you lose. Or it just becomes that thing. You're not even thinking about it. You're just doing it. It's that frenzied stomp. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you're stomping it like way more than you really have to. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And then you finally chill out and you look at what you've done. Oh, God, that's a mess. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> It's like I told you a story about the time we were in. The, I went cave with some friends of mine. We stumbled into the bat cave. Right. It was just a little tiny room that was so full of bats that there was not enough room for the bats and us. And the bats freaked out because there were light, and then we freaked out because the, there were like too many bats. Like if you if you opened your mouth to yell, you would get a bat in it. That's how many bats there were. Right, and then something's got to go, and it's not going to be you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one case where I really felt bad. We all did. We looked around when it was over. We're like, holy fuck, dudes. We killed a lot of bats in here. Well, I think that's pretty typical. You get crazed and you're flipping out yeah. and really you can't think about anything else. No, there, it really is one of those instincts. I mean, we punched each other trying to kill bats. That's how freaked out we were. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're like, you see a bat on your friend's back and you're like, it's hey. a fight or flight at its best. Yeah, you just lose your shit. You do. And it's like the bats could have hurt us, but I don't care. Sorry. You have triggered, you've triggered my caveman response, and now you have to fucking die. Did I show you that picture of the spiders today? You did not. I wasn't in here that much. I was working. There are some people in, uh, I can't remember where it was, Ecuador, one of those sultry countries where it's too hot all the time. Okay. And this guy was out working on his orchard, and he noticed there was these, like, fungus patches all over his uh, trees. Like, you could see him, you know what I'm saying? He was like, what the fuck is all this fuzzy shit all over this? And then, you know, so they were moving, like, walking around. Boo. They were giant collections of granddaddy log legs. So, no. many, so many of them, that their legs were, like, overlapping and sticking up, so it's all you could see was the legs. That's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, I'd have freaked out. He burnt them with a propane torch. And I can't say I blame him. Nope. As long as he didn't start, <laughs> like, a you know, wildfire. Well, you know you don't have to have much of a torch to kill granddaddy log legs. Oh, that's true. There's not much to they're, them. They're made out of fucking hair. <laughs> Although I saw on the news the other day that we're to expect uh overrun of crickets. No, I God, I hate this. This whole thing leads to, it's just a fucking nightmare. Crickets, then spiders, then fucking seagulls. Yeah. I hate it. It is frogs. the worst. The frogs. frogs. Yeah. Crickets, frogs, seagulls. I hate it. It is it is a circle of life that I just wish would stop. It was the worst. The worst. Tyler's trying to taint everything. Tyler's not being nice. <laughs> Tyler is not being nice. No, Tyler, nobody's falling for it. <laughs> you can't really sneak two girls in one cup on in on anybody anymore. 
not in any any way shape or form people are aware even if they don't know what it is it's one of those things like bloody mary they're like i don't know what's gonna happen but i'm not getting involved no it doesn't matter what you say it is don't you get it (laughs) (laughs) see unfortunately you invoked the phrase and now nobody's clicking the link sorry (laughs) the world is like that you know granted we're dumb enough to click on things like the annoying orange when it says clearly what it, yeah. what it is, and indeed it is annoying. Well, I have noticed at work lately there's magic phrases now. Like, you can't use the word reduction at all at work anymore. People immediately start flipping out before you even get the rest of your sentence out. Because it's the first part of the layoff. Right. You have like, to be careful. Like, well, the budget for this project's looking kind of fucked, so we're going to have a reduction. And people are like, Bwah! I'm almost ready. I'm almost ready to become some of those twenty twelvers living in the fucking hills. It's it's kind of hard to have like a bomb shelter or anything here when you can't have basements. It puts a little damper on the plan. Yes, <laughs> a little bit. But th- aren't you having like are you having an existential crisis like I am? Like I saw you sewing today, and you were having no joy. I was really hating it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I did. I hated don't it you a think, lot. Don't you think that you and I need to, like, seriously, and we talked about it a little bit this weekend, but we need to seriously start figuring out what the fuck we're going to do when we grow up. Why, why are you giving me that hateful look? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I may not have a choice. This stuff might dry up and disappear very quickly. Oh, yeah. There very was, soon. You, <laughs> your curse went, worked too well. Yes, I know. Anyway, but that's we're gonna, we'll talk about that in upcoming episodes. I don't want to belabor the point too much now, but we're, we need to start finding satisfaction in life again. And if that means we tour the country going to motorcycle shows and selling our services, then I'd say that's what we do. Yay. You could do handmade chaps right there. Custom uh, made. I, I don't think so. And then you could say, I'll measure your inseam for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll measure it vigorously for 150 bucks. I'll pass. 51, 52, Although they 51. are probably cleaner and more well-shaven than those teen girls that I measured. Just saying. Probably. Bikers are, by and large, not as disgusting as you think you are. Yeah. And Captain Phil was a biker, so how bad could they be? That's true. That show was a little bit of an eye-opener, wasn't it? It was. I enjoyed it. I wish they would do that for all of the captains. Me too. Intriguing. All right, Kim, get other stories? I do not. Phone calls, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. RWTY show at Who's our sponsor? Amazon. Don't forget, you can choose the Blue Red account. Leave us a review at iTunes. And for fuck's sake, do it. Tell some of your friends. You don't know how hurtful it is when I see you guys all talking. You're like, this show's the best thing ever. And then I realize that you're not telling anybody. The next time, ladies, you're in for a gyne exam, tell your gynecologist. Nice. Put RW on the right side and TY on the left side. Dot com right there on your taint. Right? Very nice. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com.